Hello, and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, where I focus on all things that we struggle with, like anxiety, neuroimmune, autoimmune disorders, health, obesity, and food allergies. My name is Sarah. Today, I wanted to talk about meditation. So meditation isn't really something that uh, should be a struggle, I guess, and, and it maybe doesn't seem like it fits in with this, but it has definitely been shown to have a lot of positive health benefits. And so a lot of people are focusing on fitness and healthy eating in terms of reducing anxiety, reducing stress, but I'm starting to see all over the place this focus on meditation. So one, Dr. Perlmutter just released a new book or is releasing very soon, a book called Brainwash, where he focuses um, part of the solution on, um, on meditation, as well as I just recently read a book called um, Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher that's all about meditation. And so we're seeing it a lot of places and I thought it might be something that other people are starting to contemplate. So my background with meditation, I think uh, a lot like other people had heard about it maybe as a younger person, thought it was something that just monks do, that's not really um, something that people would incorporate into their daily lives, the average person anyway. But a few years ago, I took a MBSR, Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction course with a physician in Cambridge, Ontario. And the course was uh, all based on the teachings of Dr. John Kabat-Zinn and his book, Full Catastrophe Living. So in the book, um, Kabat-Zinn talks about different practices to reduce stress, and these are all medically proven to do so. Um, and one was yoga and another was meditation. And so I started in this um, MBSR stress reduction group trying out meditation and our first one we did was 10 minutes and we had to sit there and close our eyes and it was difficult uh basically you know I tried not to focus on the other things I could hear and I tried to clear my brain uh and it was tough uh and the other time I had tried it tried it I guess when I think back was a book, um, Baron Baptiste, I had read a 40 Days to Personal Revolution book that focused mainly on yoga, but also included a bit of meditation. So I had done it at home, but this was the first time that I tried it with a meditation leader. And I did find it tough. You know, she kept saying you had to clear your mind and all of these things and breathe. And it was challenging. So we started with 10 minutes and then we worked our way up to half an hour. And the goal was to get to meditating one hour a day. And I remember I had little kids at the time. And so, you know, we did it uh, led by the, the doctor uh, at the session, but then we had to do it on our own as well. So I remember going my getting my kids finally to bed and then creeping upstairs we had a loft um in the house and so going upstairs and trying to take 45 minutes or an hour to do this meditation and of course my kids would know I was up there and so they would come get out of bed and come disrupt me and it was such a frustrating process because I never felt like I was really doing it right so that was my first I guess really um, immersed experience into trying to meditate every day. And eventually I gave it up. Um, it just wasn't something I could sustain. I felt like finding an hour every day on top of 
exercise and meal preparation and all those other things that I was doing for my health, I just found that I could not sustain this hour a day of meditation. So years later, I've always had it in my head, oh, I've got to get back into that. Maybe I could even just do 10 minutes. I knew that I felt good when I meditated. Some of the benefits were just this this feeling of rest and feeling of things settling down. And it was something that I liked, but I just felt it was hard to get it fitting into my day. So I recently found a book called Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. And in her book, Emily talks about a new type of practice called the Ziva technique of meditation or the one that she actually outlines in the book she calls the the Z I guess if you're American or Z technique as the us Canadians would say and with this technique it is definitely less daunting so essentially you um, focus on doing two 15 minute a day meditations that are way less prescriptive. She gives you a mantra that you say within the meditation. The idea isn't the same as what I experienced with MBSR where it was, you know, clear all your thoughts, make your thoughts stop. Uh, this, This focus is more on focusing your brain on one thing in particular, the mantra, and then letting your body relax. I loved her book. It's such an easy read. Uh, If you do have a chance to pick it up, I would totally suggest it. It walks you through the practice. And I've been incorporating this now for about the past 60 days. And I am loving it. I really, really see the benefit. So the way I've been doing it is that I do it 15 minutes in the morning. Uh, She suggests that you do it kind of right after washing your face then move into your meditation. For me, I do like to work out every day. So I find if I'm working out, I want to start with getting into my run or my weightlifting, whatever I'm doing in the morning. And then I incorporate this 15 minutes and it's kind of a really nice way to mellow out after the workout. I do find it gives me a lot of energy. I'm finding the second, so the second one's supposed to happen around three o'clock. That's usually when I finish work. So I'm usually on my drive home at three o'clock. But um, the time that I've been trying to do it is more once I get home, I go find a couple of minutes before I get into dinner preparation to do the 15 minute meditation and get the second one done as well. And again, I am finding that it does give me sort of that new, fresh mind for the evening. It also provides me a bit of a transition from the busy daytime into, oh, now I'm at home again. Now I'm a mom again. And lets me kind of float into that with a a much better attitude than I might have just kind of coming in from my commute a little bit grumpy. All of those things that can start the night off um, without as much kindness and compassion and without as good of listening skills as I find that I do have once I've done the second meditation I think she also has a good focus on it's not being perfect. You're going to have thoughts and then you're going to just move back to your mantra. And if you don't get the two 15 minutes, at least do the one or do five minutes in the evening if you can't do that one. Um, Just trying to work with it the best to your own ability. 
So I am definitely enjoying this said technique. Now, Emily does offer more training, which I'm thinking about. She does a course called Ziva Online, which I would really like to do. Uh, but you do need some dedicated time for that. So I'm I'm starting to think that maybe after the RISE conference, that's kind of my next personal development thing that I look into uh, developing my meditation a little bit further through Ziva Online. And then she also does a Ziva Live course that you can take in person in New York City. So that again is something that I would really like to do. And, uh, but again, there is a sig more significant, I guess, cost um, for me living in uh, Canada to get to New York City for a week and then having to take time off work and things like that uh, to go further into this meditation. The other thing that I've been getting into kind of on top of this said technique or Z technique uh, is going to a meditation room. So in Ottawa, we are fortunate, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, to have had a new meditation room open up in the downtown area called the Peace Room. And so I've been spending some of my lunch hours visiting the Peace Room and experiencing some of their meditations. And again, I am finding there are definite benefits. I go back to work after the meditation feeling so calm, no matter what kind of morning I may have had, or even if I was feeling tired. In my job, I do a lot of writing. And so to take kind of this mental break over lunch and just regroup, uh, feels really good. I often work out at lunch, but I found maybe once a week getting in for a meditation is something different and more calming to do. They feature different types of meditation. So if I were to describe the room, it's almost like a yoga studio, but then they've got screens along the one side and they use um, crystal bowls to make sounds and you can really have a unique both um, kind of audio experience, visual experience, uh, along with your meditation. So uh, some of the different sessions they offer are a clarity meditation, which I've done a few times and is really uh, interesting to move uh, further into your mind and understand what your priorities and passions are and what's really important to you and, and maybe find something that you didn't know was bubbling up inside. So I've done a clarity meditation a few times. I've done some themed meditations also, um, there was a sound meditation that I did and even a crystal healing meditation, which was really fun and uh, a little bit outside my comfort zone, but I found it to be really interesting. So that um, that is one resource and I'm sure all over North America, these are going to be popping up this idea of either maybe within a yoga studio, just a meditation class or a full meditation studio, I, I would imagine these will be popping up more frequently. So I would definitely recommend checking that out, even if it's like I'm doing where it's more on a weekly basis. I'm not necessarily going every single day to the studio, but it, then I am doing my own practice at home. Um, and I think that that kind of, the studio kind of adds a gravy, I guess, on top of my current practice. And the other really neat thing about the Peace Room is that they are offering some training 
courses. So one of the other things that I'm thinking of is that I would really love to learn how to piece together a meditation. I think it would be a really interesting course. They have one that's a two-hour more high-level course and then one that's two days, which I think um, would be both I think would be really good. So again, those are kind of on my list for personal development. Um, given that I've started the podcast, I've often thought that it would be really interesting to have a few meditations that I were to do with my podcasting equipment and then have them out there for people to try and experience the benefits of meditation. So I guess what I would say overall is that I do think it has helped my anxiety a lot. I think it has helped me to focus on giving that positive energy that I want to give, especially to my kids, especially that afternoon meditation, taking that time for myself and then being able to kind of give the energy that I want to give in the evening that I don't necessarily always have. Um, And, you know, I think anything that helps to calm our thoughts, anything that helps us to release anything that is ruminating in our mind is really positive. I know there are lots of other benefits um, medically that uh, if you read Full Catastrophe Living by John Kabat-Zinn, he talks about, you know, people that have reduced um, their either risk of heart attack or healed after a heart attack. Like there are legitimate cardiovascular benefits to meditating, as well as Emily Fletcher's book does go through a whole host of all of the different benefits. But I just thought, personally, I can attest that, you know, in terms of motivation, in terms of anxiety release, I am definitely finding that meditation as part of a daily practice is is useful. And uh, I do see now that it is something that I could work in and, and have worked in daily with ease and that doesn't feel like this daunting thing in the back of my mind that's going oh but I didn't meditate yet and oh shoot I haven't found time for that today because it is more workable with this two 15 minute blocks so hopefully this has helped you to either think about um, some resources that might help you with meditating or think about whether you'd even like to try meditation And maybe I've convinced you at least a little bit. So I hope you have an amazing week. Please subscribe to the podcast if you are able. We are now up on Apple Podcasts, which is really exciting for me. And also check out my blog, which is at www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Sarah, S-A-R-A, Lady Gluten. Thank you so much for joining me and we'll see you next week.